0: man someone was talking about 2016 on reddit the other day and just like how we thought that was bad 2016 was pretty bad it was we lost alan rickman and david bowie and prince
1: and, and prince. christopher lee
0: oh yeah it's so hard to remember many. everyone i know
1: when you start looking at the list it's like damn <laughs> you all quit at the right time <laughs> yeah right like jeez it only tr- got worse from then i think they all knew something we didn't
0: i also think people forget how bad 2014 was I mean that was when Gamergate happened. we lost um Robin Williams, oh God,
1: do you know the morning the morning the news wrote that Robin Williams had died? Me and my friend had stayed up until the sun came up, <laughs> watching movies and drinking too much wine, and we watched the last movie we watched was Aladdin. We went to sleep and we woke up <laughs> and Robin Williams had passed, and I was yeah. like i can't I can't watch any movies.' At sunrise, clearly I have some kind of awful magic power <laughs> that I, I cannot and will not ever use again. This is terrible. That's yeah. the one that really
0: gets me. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like, we were my old boss, whose wife watches this. Hi. Hey. Um, he used to play NPR at, uh, at work. And so I just remember exactly where I was standing and I had to go excuse myself. Man, I.
1: Take a minute. When Bowie died. I was in, I used to live in a super small apartment and I had all the doors open. So there was a a door between my bathroom and the main room and then another door off the hall. I had the TV on with the news on. I was just brushing my teeth, getting ready for work. And then I I was like, I did not hear that right. Because I think somebody on the TV said that David Bowie was dead. And I went through to the front room and it was like, oh shit, David Bowie is dead. And just the thought of that in my brain was like, is that a thing that can happen? <laughs> can David Bowie die? This, this has to be some kind of awful joke. I, it, was, it was terrible. And I was by myself. I used to live by myself at that time. So I'm just standing in my front room with my toothbrush hanging out my mouth. Like, watching the news as they're like, yeah, David Bowie's passed away from cancer. I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. crying through toothpaste.
0: He didn't pass away. He joined Freddy on the ethereal
1: plane. Well, my theory is that <laughs> him and Freddy had a planet already set up. And Freddy had already seen into the future and was like, dude, you've got to bail. Grab Prince. <laughs> Grab Prince, we've got to go. <laughs> so that's what happened. They're all on their own planet, just chilling out, enjoying copious amounts of uh, cocktails and endless heavenly jams. Uh, and when we're ready, we we too will ascend to Freddy's planet.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs>
0: I like this. Is this Scientology?
1: No! No! This is definitely not Scientology. Just
0: inadvertently just converted me to Scientology. <laughs> I hope not. Um, well, I guess we should start our show now.
1: I-, I mean, I guess. I don't really want to think about David Bowie anymore. It's making me sad.
0: Well, this is Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am
1: Morgan. I'm Esme. And I've got
0: no updates uh, today, but I have some odd
1: ones. Um. I'm gonna, I'm gonna set a precedent, and I'm gonna say this is episode thirteen. Oh yay! There we go. <laughs> so now every time we start, I'm gonna be like, wait, <laughs> this is episode thirteen. Welcome.
0: This was actually sent in by a listener on Ooh. Twitter, sent in by Laura G. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Laura. Uh, am I the asshole for getting mad at my girlfriend for wearing mismatched socks? <laughs>
1: Okay, I have a particular bugbear here, which is not really about mismatched socks. Why do all men's socks look the same, but they are not the same? What do you mean? You buy you buy your husband a pair of black socks. The same as all the rest of his other black socks. But when you go to pair them... Ah, uh, no, this one has different sized, like, indented stripes than the other one. These two aren't a pair. This one's, like, half an inch longer than that one? That's not a pair. This one's got a thicker fabric than this one. Also not a pair. Somehow you have 16 socks that are not brothers of each other, but are all goddamn black socks. Black men's socks. That's why I like to
0: buy the ones that have like different colored pairs. So it's like, it's got two purple ones, two blue ones, two green ones, like that pairs them together and just keeps me sane.
1: But all those ones, they vanish into the ether. Nobody knows where they go. The ones with the, the nice little stripes where it's like, this is an orange pair. Where are they? I I know I bought like a whole pack of those. Where have they gone?
0: Yeah, and then eventually you have to pair the orange one with the blue one because you <laughs>
1: they each lost one. It's like, hey, at least they're both the same brand of sock. But honestly, men's sock companies, get your shit together. Please, for, for my sanity, I can't deal with it. It's too much.
0: Um, It doesn't say ages on this one, but I'm going to go ahead and guess there's an age gap here. Okay. Uh, I've been dating G for five years and was considering proposal until this. (laughs)
1: Until socks? Okay.
0: (laughs) G has always wore mismatched socks. Not just two different colors, but pattern ones too. When we were younger, I thought it was adorable. As we're getting older and furthering our careers, I find it unprofessional and immature. And it's a little mood killing because it's not very sexy when that time comes.
1: Socks aren't sexy anyway. You take your socks off, that's like a
0: rule. That's like a stand-up comedy bit, that you take your socks off.
1: Well, apparently, some there was some scientific uh, study done that wearing your socks during sex can actually make sex better. And I can't remember the reason why. I
0: think it's maybe because it keeps them warm and like probably has to do with blood flow or something. Maybe.
1: But yeah, socks are not sexy. It's like, if you're preparing for sex... If you're like, "Mm, yeah, I'm in the mood. The first thing you do is take your socks off before you even initiate. (laughs) Because you don't want to be messing around with that.
0: (sighs) I've had multiple discussions with her about it up until now and she's always brushed it off. She doesn't think it's a big deal. Because it's not a big deal. I'm a little less bothered with this at home except for when we're getting down. But the last straw was when we went to visit my parents when stay-at-home order was lifted in our state. My brother and his wife were there with their young daughter. She had mismatched socks on, too, and I pointed it out to G. G said she didn't mind matching with my niece and that it didn't mean anything about maturity because they're just socks. (laughs) To me, it proves she's acting like a literal child. I just don't understand what's the problem would be with (laughs) with wearing normal matching socks. He needed to proofread out loud. Yes. When she was at work, I got rid of all the patterned and colored socks and replaced them with all black socks. I thought she would be excited to get new socks. No, of course she wouldn't, because she's been telling you for years, for literal years, that this is not a problem. She blew up at me, accused me of being the immature one, accused me of needing to feel in control, etc., I just wanted her to dress like an adult, and I told her I don't want to marry an overgrown child. She's been staying with her sister since, and won't speak to me until I understand. Am I the asshole for replacing her socks? They're just socks. Hey, buddy, if they're just
1: socks, then leave them alone. Right. If, if your whole thing is, Oh, I thought she'd be excited, but they're just socks. Then why can't you accept that they're just socks?
0: Like. And, like. If you really find them that unsexy, just say, hey, could you take them off or ignore it? Like, it's not that... It's Who not is like it you're, hurting? Unless you're, you have a foot fetish, you're not really focusing on the feet <laughs> during sex. In which case, you should probably communicate that to her and maybe ask her to take them off. The end. Problem solved.
1: Like, why would you... That's somebody's property. Regardless of what it is, that's someone else's property. Why do you think it's okay... To go into someone else's property, throw all of it out, and then say, Oh, I thought you'd be happy that I completely got rid of all the stuff that you like and replaced it with this boring shit. Don't touch shit. other people's stuff. Yeah, don't touch other people's stuff. That's just...
0: Ugh. Just imagine being this uptight about something that matters so little.
1: God, I can't even... Jesus. Well, you know, I was just ranting about, like, <laughs> men's black socks, to be honest. <laughs>
0: But, but that's a feeling thing. Like you want them to feel the same.
1: Yeah, it's it's less like, you know, if my husband wears non-matching black socks, I couldn't care less. But I know that if I'm wearing them, I want them to at least be the same length. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't give a shit about matching socks, unmatching socks. Who cares? Honestly, is it is it really something? Ugh. I can't I can't even express how annoying this is to me that somebody cares this much and their whole relationship is going to die over mismatched socks.
0: And just going in and, and crossing that boundary of taking her stuff and throwing it away It it is, like if it's really an issue with you, maybe sit down and explain why it's an actual issue. However, it seems like she's dismissing his feelings because they're stupid. Like... <laughs> Normally I I'm all for like your feelings are valid but like let it go man.
1: Your feelings are valid when they're about things that really matter. Like or if you're actually really hurt. If it's petty bullshit, my feelings about men's black socks don't really matter. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, no no world ending, you know, revelation is going to come to pass if I suddenly get men's socks that match. Nothing is going to happen. It's not going to change her personality or the way people perceive her. Unless she's literally going up to people and going, check out my mismatched socks and like pulling her trousers up to show people. Nobody does that. Who cares? Oh my God. At one of the school, my um high school that I, I went to, I say high school, but it's the secondary school. It was like age 11 to age 16. They used to check your socks before you went into assembly to make sure that they were white. And this was oh, not a fancy goodness. school. This was not a school that people pay for. This was not like a Catholic school or anything. This was just a run-of-the-mill, regular-ass secondary school in England. And the thing that they could give you detention for on Assembly Day was, are your socks white? And I just thought it was the pettiest... What, what does having white socks on change? Jeez. Nothing. It doesn't change anything.
0: Like, what if they're black socks? Those are also... No. Horrible. No black socks.
1: No. Or like navy blue? No. 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 It had to be white socks. For some reason, it's not changing my academic achievement. No. It's not changing my behaviour. It's not showing that, you know, it doesn't show anything. It just shows I have a pair of white socks on.
0: So if you had like long pants that were covering up your socks, they would lift up your like. Yeah, they would get, they would get
1: you to. So you'd stand in a line, right? And you'd always have to be in like an alphabetical line for assembly. And you would lift your trousers up, like the like legs trousers, and your form tutor would walk up and down the line checking your socks. This was back when those toe socks, those long toe socks, were all the rage. <laughs> the striped. One. Yeah, or so whatever, you would yeah. get like huge lines of kids with <laughs> these like thigh high <laughs> fucking striped socks on <laughs> as the form tutor was going down the row. The teachers knew it was stupid as well.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you think the teachers doing that oh, yeah. knew how stupid it was? No,
1: they knew it was bullshit. But cuz no one ever really got in trouble for having non-colored socks. Like it it didn't really it didn't matter to anybody. They didn't care. But they had to do it. It was just
0: Yeah, I have never and I will never dress code someone um unless they're like literally in a bikini or yeah. they're shirt is like racist or something yeah i I don't dress code i will not like we actually got rid of our dress code oh that's good because it was real sexist Mm. (laughs) which is nice uh that we got rid of it i mean yeah it's it's just like a waste of time it is the battle i will not fight in our school you're not supposed to wear hats indoors i'm like i don't give a shit
1: don't wear your hood because that means you're covering up your earphones right (laughs) but don't Hats and give hoods a are dumb battles. I do I do, draw the... I will pull a kid aside and be like, hey, I can see literally your whole legs through those ripped jeans. Do you think you should go and put on some, some, you know, some sweats? I know you have sweats in your locker. I think you should put sweats on before someone else meaner than me comes and sees you with all your legs hanging out from your jeans. Yeah? Okay. Go and get changed. But I don't give them a dress code. Violation. Like no. I'm I'm not pissing about with that. I'm not calling a parent and saying, Yeah, I sent your kid to detention because they were wearing spaghetti straps. Like, it's cares? ridiculous. Especially if it's like ninety five degrees outside. Oh, and you know, where I live is hotter than Satan's asshole in <laughs> fucking Yeah,
0: hotter than ninety five.
1: Honestly, in August, I, I'm not looking forward to going back to school in August, especially if we have to wear face masks. It's just going to be Ooh, yeah, the pits. Um, It can easily get to over 100 in the place where I live. So be mad at kids for wearing shorts and spaghetti straps.
0: Like, I, I defy people to go and find junior girls' shorts that reach your fingertips. Right. Like, try it. You can't. You can't find them. They don't exist unless you cut some pants.
1: A lot of the kids that I teach are incredibly impoverished. If they're the only clothes that they have and that they can afford, I'm not sending them out. They're dressed. They're at school. They brought (laughs) a pencil with them. These are all wins. I'm not then going to send them to the principal's office because their skirt is a little too short. It's not bothering anybody, so I don't do it. This is how I feel about this sock situation. Who is it actually harming? Nobody. Is anybody does anybody except him give a shit? No. Then why is it a problem? It's not. Get over yourself. He's talking about
0: advancing their careers. I doubt it. I doubt that she is wearing mismatched socks like and a skirt, just like Pippi Long stocking <laughs> to a job
1: interview. Uh, I'm imagining her with those long toe socks now. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, you rock those toe socks to work, my like, dude.
0: Yeah, I'm a very, I, I adorn myself. I'm a very colorful person. I have so many undies socks because they have cute oh, patterns. Oh, they so good. Like pandas and llamas and shit. And I should start mismatching them. That would be cute.
1: That would look real cool. <laughs> I'd be into that.
0: Llamas and ice cream or whatever.
1: I wear yeah. wild stuff to work. Honestly, I have this I have this pair of trousers. Oh my god. They're like blue and brown tartan drainpipe trousers. <laughs> Honest to God, they are the shit. They are the comfiest, most practical trousers that I own. And I wear them with like a mustard shirt. And I just rock up to school <laughs> in this like <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> The kids are like, Dang, miss, you really went hard today. I'm like, I'm so cozy. (laughs) It's like wearing pajamas. Let me (sighs)
0: see if this guy has anything to say for himself. Because I think the relationship is over. Oh, yeah. Okay, they're 25 and 26. So there's not an age gap.
1: He thinks he's, he's the shit, doesn't he? He thinks he's the dog's bollocks. And he thinks that she is embarrassing him. And... When she says, oh, you're just trying to control... That's what it is. This is all about control. This is about, I don't want you to do this thing, so I'm going to make it seem like everybody has a problem with this thing. Yeah. That it's a major character flaw, and that you need to change yourself, because right now, it's not good enough. That's very insightful.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like, it's not a me problem, it's just, I don't want you to be perceived as unprofessional.
1: Nobody's thinking about that at all.
0: Did he... Burned them? What? He burned them! He burned the socks? I didn't necessarily burn them out of spite. We have a big property with a big burn pit, and I was already going to be using it to get rid of some tree debris anyway. As an afterthought, I realized she could have just plucked them out of a garbage bag, so it would still be a problem! (gasps) Oh my god! He burned them! Fuck this guy! I was gonna say if he sees the error of his ways like the guy from last week with the perfect apology that the relationship could survive, but no. <laughs> <Just> no.
1: <laughs> Why do you care so much that you burnt them? Honestly! Oh my god. Who is this? <laughs> no shit.
0: Oh yeah. Their relationship is over, I hope.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: He hasn't posted since then um what okay someone clearly said something about uh like old people um wearing mismatched socks and he says on old people i don't have so much of an issue their lives are long established and all i just believe it's inappropriate at a time in her life when she's establishing herself professionally and we're supposed to be maturing I hate that shit. That's such a boomer mentality, uh,
1: dude. There is a, a news reporter in the UK called Jon Snow. Yes, he is famed for having the most colorful socks on TV. He always has the best. When he like sits in a chair and like crosses his legs, his trouser legs always come up and show these like wild ass pattern socks that always match his tie, and he looks Aww. cool as shit.
0: I know him from. Uh... Uh, the panel shows. Yes, where he does, he'll do like a report on a song.
1: Yeah, he's so cool. Why? This is not a prop. This guy's an absolute moron. I I don't
0: understand that that ideology. I guess of just you have to act your age. Like with our that. parents' generation, they're like, you can't have, you can't watch cartoons, you can't like comics. My dad, every time he sees a person with a tattoo will be like, <laughs> why would you do that to yourself? And gets all judgy. It's like, who gives a shit? It doesn't hurt you. Ignore it if you don't like it.
1: Yeah. yeah. That also is incredibly annoying. Like, when I tell people, oh, I went, to go, I, I went to the Overwatch League. It was really cool. They were like, you went to watch other people play video games. I'm like, uh, <sighs> yes. Because it's fun. And I like it. Is that a problem? They're like, oh, isn't that something for children? I'm like... No, no, isn't your judgmental attitude something for children that you should have grown out of? Like, ugh. let people enjoy things. I say that we put him on the fire pit.
0: <laughs> put him in the in that silver car with that other douchebag and oh, send it off up together. here. Oh, they can together.
1: Yeah, blah 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 to the bottom of the sea. Enjoy <laughs> being just incredibly judgmental of each other. together and you can complain about each other as much as you like who would buy this disgusting car
0: I actually yeah. think yeah the OP from that post with the cool car and this girlfriend should get together and be friends
1: yeah I want that They can. she can put her legs out the window with her mismatched socks on while they're driving around <laughs> in that beautiful pink bug that sounds amazing I want that that's my headcanon now Yes. they best friends.
0: We had a lot of coping mechanisms this week. <laughs> All right. So, oh, yeah. so good. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for sending that one in. So this next one is odd. Boyfriend is 27 and OP is 23.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a relationship advice post. My boyfriend has been treating me differently since he got his ancestry DNA results back. <laughs>
1: Oh, I hope not racist. I hope he's not being racist to you, because I'm I'm so done with racism this week. Yeah, I can't I can't think about this in a in a objective way.
0: Well, it's his his own ancestry results, so okay, all right. A few weeks ago, my boyfriend got his results back from one of those ancestry tests. He has never been interested in his family history before, but one of his friends bought him a kit for his birthday. A few days after seeing his results, which were nothing special, about 95% European and mostly just from England where we live, he got really excited and told me that he'd been messaged by a group of people about a shared relative. Apparently all of them have an ancestor in common, my boyfriend's great times 10 grandfather that can be linked to royal lineage.
1: In England, that's not special. If you know anything about like, English royal lineage, oh, they were randy bastards, honestly. They would sleep with anything. So lots and lots of people were descended from royalty. That's why we had so many wars. Because everybody wanted to be on the throne and they were all marrying each other and it's all incestuous and gross. So the fact that he comes from royal lineage is actually just... eh. Most people. Most people probably are. Like, I have on my dad's side of the family, we have lots of like really high-ranking religious officials in my dad's side of the family, like cardinals. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's an interesting thing you can say at parties, but that's probably lots of people have the same, you know, because lots of people were incredibly religious, and if you had any kind of money in your family, likely one of you would be sent to be some kind of, you know, ambassador or missionary or whatever it's not a big deal
0: i was pleased and a bit amused that my boyfriend was so happy especially since he seemed to be telling every single person he knows and he posted on facebook about it however since then i've noticed some uncomfortable behaviors from him that is making me second guess our relationship he quit his job two weeks ago as an accountant which is very unexpected and something we hadn't discussed before now He gets defensive when I try to bring it up and ask if there was something in particular that triggered it. He has only said that he doesn't believe the 9-to-5 life is right for him. (laughs) He has suddenly started insisting on using condoms when we have sex. We have been together three years and my birth control, the copper coil, has never been an issue for him before. My boyfriend has started saying it is not good enough as a form of contraception by itself.
1: What? It's 99% effective.
0: Very effective, yeah. Which would be fine, except he has started making a few comments alongside this about how I'm trying to steal his genes and implying Whoa! that I want his bloodline. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna steal his genes and uh incorporate herself. <laughs> uh, Matt just told me that he has 2,048 times 10 grandpa grandparents
1: yeah yeah that is unsurprising but let's go back to this game of thrones shit like (laughs) trying to steal his bloodline (laughs) who the fuck does he think he is like she gotta get that accountant money no one's about to drive down to his house and be like queen elizabeth is dead you're next in line (laughs) like that's not gonna happen Oh my god. Oh my god.
0: He won't kiss me in public anymore or touch me at all around family, which he has explained by saying he doesn't like PDA anymore and is embarrassing. He is fine touching me when we're home alone, however. He has asked me to look into my family history by making a family tree to go alongside his. It's not something I care about or want to pursue. My family are also immigrants, so I imagine it's harder to track than his. But, I, but since I refuse, he has made jokes that I must be scared to find out that my family doesn't match up to his. As a side note, by traditional standards, my family are a lot better off and more middle class than his. Although this has never affected our relationship. We've generally had a good relationship before now and there have never been any major communication issues or anything like that. I'm really confused as to what's going through his mind right now and I could use some advice. Thank you.
1: Jesus. Jesus. I I am a little off-put by this my family are immigrants thing. Thinking about the kinds of people who normally immigrate to England or have immigrated in the past. <sighs> this might be slightly racist. Like... Mm. <sighs> The whole thing is just horrifically classist, right? He's had a little sniff of, ooh, I might have rich and powerful people in my family tree. That automatically means that I, too, am rich and powerful?
0: Yeah, if it's not racist, it's it's classist. Either way, Um, it's
1: absolute dick behavior. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing can excuse the way that he's behaving. But there are some, like, scary undertones to it. That I am not enjoying thinking about.
0: Speaking of racism, you might hear the police helicopter circling in the background of my audio. <laughs> so I apologize for that. That's been going on for a long time. Yeah,
1: I bet. Uh, yeah, I... Classism is, I, I don't think, as much a problem in America. Um, but it's it's a big problem in the UK. Um, And it's one of those unacknowledged problems that people just think is like gonna go away for example the university that i went to in england is in the south of england which is traditionally uh, a lot more middle and upper class and the people who who go there um are, are generally richer they come from upper middle and and higher class backgrounds people who because i'm from the north of england thought it was absolutely acceptable to ask me questions like do you live on a farm? Have you ever seen anybody get stabbed? And <laughs> what's your estate like? <laughs> not estate as in rich family estate, as in council run, uh, trailer trash, that kind of estate.
0: Right, like sarcastic kind of.
1: No, that's what we call them. That's oh. the estate. Gotcha. Um, just because of, not knowing anything about me, just because of, where I'm from, and their perceptions of the class system, not a hundred miles from where they live. Jeez. So, classism is a a big kind of un unthought about problem in the UK. Um, and I worry that this boyfriend, knowing now that he has some a tiny smidgen of royal blood in him, is showing his really. Truly classist nature, if her family is actually better off than his family, as she says, he could be harboring a lot of resentment for that,
0: yeah, it seems like this is uh bringing to the surface his belief system and making mm. it more clear like his priorities and what he values yeah yeah in in America we don't we i mean obviously we have we should talk about class more, yes, um, but there's this weird obsession with like your nationality. Like, yeah. Especially people who are of like Italian and Irish descent. It's like, oh, I'm Italian, so I know how to make
1: pasta. It's like, oh, that really irritates me. I say as
0: someone whose <laughs> great grandma was like from Italy, but I have not met her, nor have any of those cultural aspects been passed down to me. So, yeah. like,.
1: I I that's that I I do find that really strange, like people who have never been outside of New York saying I'm Irish. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, you're not. You're American. You're from America. If you're gonna be like pedantic about it, you're a New Yorker. You're definitely not Irish. You might have some Irish blood, but you're not Irish. I'm not Greek. Like it, it's it's this weird appropriation of the past
0: yeah my my friend wrote an essay in college about hipsters and how being hipster is a an attempt for white people to gain culture and i think <laughs> that is the same thing it's like you want to be special you yeah. don't want to just be white american which you are you have to yeah. like tie that to something and,
1: and make yourself unique in some way and it's really cool if you're tied to your like if if you have some tie to your heritage, right? I try my best to retain some, you know, knowledge of some Arab culture um, through cooking. Um, but I, I wouldn't ever go up to people and say, yeah, I'm Arab. I'm Arab English. Even though technically, you know, that's mostly what I am. I, it... <sighs> I find, I do find that incredibly strange. I wonder if he's trying, just trying to forge an identity for himself. This is the strongest identity marker he has out of yeah. that DNA test. And now he's trying to be like, I'm important. I am someone. I can be someone. But he's going about it all in the complete wrong way.
0: Yeah. So I, I, he needs to sit down and examine his prejudices. And if he can do that without getting defensive, mm. Looking at you white people. Uh, uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then, you know, which is literally a practice we should all do. Mm -hmm. Look at at your prejudices without getting defensive. Think, is there something to this? And restructure how you think of the world, which is not easy. But if he does that, it's a salvageable relationship.
1: Yeah, I feel like it is not going to be a salvageable relationship. The way that he's going off about it. Like, everybody has a little bit, like, the majority of people on the world have a little bit of Genghis Khan's blood in them, right? That's what's said. Does that mean that we all need to be going around saying that we're all friggin... Was he a Mongol? I don't remember. I think so. Like, no, it doesn't. It's kind of cool to think about, like, Genghis Khan was a horny bastard, but it doesn't mean anything. Honestly, yeah. your blood doesn't mean anything.
0: I do not understand people's obsession with their ancestors' achievements. Or like, like, yeah, in another thing that Americans do that's super weird is I'm part Cherokee, or I'm part this Native American tribe. And it's like, do you know anyone <laughs> yeah. who even lives on a reservation? No? Right. Okay, you're white then.
1: I think that's one of the only reasons why I'm comfortable saying oh i i'm of arab descent a because it's like a quarter of my bloodline or something but b like i still have a great portion of extended family who live in in the yemen i've never been there i'm likely never gonna go there because it's a dangerous place and why would i go but i have family there there is a tie to me if i had children unlikely I wouldn't expect them to be going around saying, "Yeah, I'm of Arab heritage," because they don't know any people in the. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you it- need it to, mean to Be tied to the culture in some way. Like if you were raised just American, like you don't even have any cultural artifacts because likely they were stripped away from your ancestor because problems. But you or know, the like
1: British. Hello, sorry. <laughs>
0: hey, Americans have
1: done a, a lot of, <laughs> of shitty
0: stuff too. Like, <laughs> we learn from the best. Oh gosh, my husband
1: <laughs> thinks it's hilarious. Every single time anything about Greece is brought up, he like turns to me and he's like, you ever going to give those statues back? <laughs> I'm like, no, we found them, we keep them. <laughs> but, yeah. Sorry, Greece. Uh, we, yeah. We'll, eventually we'll give the Elgin Marbles back, we promise. Um,
0: we saw those when we were in
1: London, Aren't weird. they anyway. gorgeous? But we should give them back.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So this guy needs to check check himself. Like
1: <sighs> uh, he's not important, and he's trying to be important. And while I acknowledge that people sometimes need to feel important, you can't go about it in a way that makes other people feel shitty. Yes. Like that's just that's just bad behavior. Yeah. Looking down on people for
0: almost any reason is bad. <laughs> Yeah, almost. Almost. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, that I I I thought you would have some stuff to say about that one, <sighs> so.
1: <laughs> yeah, this if it was me, this would be just cause enough to at least go on a break from being in a relationship with him. Just sit him down and be like, "Hey, you are acting like a total douchebag since you got these results back, and you need to stop because you're showing me your true colors." think about it, come back to me when you're ready, or don't. I, I could care less either way. Yeah, so. it's
0: not your job to, it's It's not her job to educate him. Right. He needs to do that himself. Anyway, okay, so this next one is uh, Bonkers. Okay. And they are both 23. Yay, good oh, job. Look at that. I mean, we, I don't think we have any bad age gaps. Right? Uh, it, Hang on. <laughs> Hold that thought. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, okay, so I don't want to take part in my girlfriend's sex ritual on our wedding night, but I still want to marry her.
1: We've done one of these previously, right?
0: Yes. This is is gender-swapped and it's obviously different.
1: Yeah. Um, Not as bad. I don't even want to think about how this is different. (laughs) Let's go. Let's do it.
0: My post was capped because I didn't have a throwaway account, but I'd like some advice. So I'm getting married to my girlfriend early next year if all goes to plan. I don't have a lot of family. I'm no contact with my dad for several years now. She, however, has a huge extended family. For the most part, we get on great. They tend to be very loud and have huge personalities, which is sometimes hard for me to deal with, since I've always been on the quiet side. But overall, very warm and caring people. Something weird I've noticed since we got engaged is my girlfriend's cousins sometimes make jokes about our wedding night. It's weird for them to joke about it, since I'm pretty sure her family is aware we've slept together before, since we share a bed at holiday gatherings and vacations. A few nights ago, we were discussing wedding plans and thinking about places to go on our honeymoon, if COVID allows. My girlfriend and I were brainstorming ideas when she tells me that we won't need a bridal suit right away. Obviously, I ask why. We're getting married at a pretty nice hotel. And she says that she'd like for us to stay at her parents' house.
1: (laughs) Mmm... I can see where this is going, and I don't like it. <laughs> Morgan, make it stop. <laughs> I don't want Just it
0: imagine stop. We're, we're in Game of Thrones.
1: Oh no! <laughs> that's, that's exactly where I thought it was going. <laughs> Shit. I don't
0: really mind this. We're trying to save money for a housing deposit anyway, but girlfriend seems to think she has more to say, so I push for why she wants that. She tells me there's a really old tradition in her family on the wedding night. The husband and wife go to the master bedroom together, and they are supposed to consummate the marriage. The rest of the family are waiting outside the door so they can applaud them and cheer when they come out. Then a piece of the bed sheet is cut off and sewn into a big tapestry that my girlfriend's mother owns. I think my girlfriend saw I wasn't happy because she quickly told me we wouldn't have to actually consummate the marriage if I felt uncomfortable, and we could just pretend. What?
1: Hold up, hold
0: up. Yes, you got that right. Girlfriend's mother owns the family
1: sex quilt. (laughs) How old is this thing? I don't know. How many squares are on this thing? Do they wash it? God clearly not, because Oh god alive. Who thinks up these things? Where did these things come from? I don't
0: understand. <laughs> I don't know what the purpose of this is. I mean, I get the purpose of the waiting outside thing. It's just some sexist bullshit, but, like, the quilt <laughs> Doesn't make sense.
1: Is it like, oh god, this is making it even more gross. Is it a throwback to when people would lose their virginity on their wedding night and there'd be blood on the sheet and people used to hang out the window? Is it, like, that thing? Is that what we're talking about here? Oh, God. (laughs) I hate people so much.
0: I don't want anything to do with this. I absolutely freaked and told her under no circumstances will I be doing that kind of thing in front of her whole family. When I came back from taking a walk to clear my head, she was now noticeably acting down and still is. I think she's also been texting her family about this because I received a text from her mother telling me that I don't understand the importance of family and tradition yet, and this kind of tradition has been around longer than I've been alive. I don't know how I'm meant to go on from here. I really love my girlfriend, and she is the woman I want to spend my life with. I'm freaked out, of course, but she is my whole world. But how should I handle her family and navigate this tradition?
1: The thing that's weirdest about this is that the girlfriend is so totally okay with this. If she was also weirded out by it, I'd be like, dude, elope, go to Hawaii, and just pretend the whole thing never happened. But the girlfriend is upset that she's not going to have her own little square in the sex quilt. (laughs) (laughs) Why do they need
0: to listen? Can you just do the bridal suite? I mean, bring your own sheets, I guess, because that would be expensive. (laughs) And then give them the sheet. (laughs)
1: <laughs> to face the hotel sheets for the sex, but oh my god, I can't cope with this. This is so awful. Run. Run as far as you can. This is like get out proportions of everything was okay and then. <laughs> like
0: I was thinking of Easy A. Have you seen that movie?
1: I have not seen Easy A.
0: It's very good. Um but she they just pretend to have sex in this at this party in the bedroom and are just like making weird sex noises and jumping on the bed, (laughs) and I just imagine them doing that. Because she wants them to fake it.
1: Pretend to have sex so my family thinks we're bonking, and they can applaud us when we come... This is just so weird. I don't get it. I'm so confused. This is why I don't want children. Because (laughs) they might end up weird like this! Like... (sighs) <sighs> also,
0: the they're going into the master bedroom, so she wants them to boink in her parents' bed. <laughs> oh
1: no. What are the odds that the bed frame is like some family heirloom that's been in the family for like 300 years or whatever. <laughs> and everybody's boinked on that bed. Oh god,
0: god, god. So... <laughs> I, yeah, that's baffling to me too, how she's so on board with it. It seems like she was hiding this from him or not telling him because she's aware that it's weird. Oh, I bet these people clap on aeroplanes as well.
1: <laughs> like, oh, yay, we made it. Well, yeah, no shit. It's a fucking aeroplane. I've only had that happen once and the, it was because the turbulence was really bad. <laughs> like, oh, I've Every time it happens. I just look at my husband, I'm like, I hate this.
0: I hate this Yay, we much. didn't die.
1: <laughs> like, I just want, I want to get off this airplane now. I need to leave. <laughs> Before I like, do something I'm going to regret.
0: Oh, God. And the mom throwing the shade of I don't understand, like, saying that he doesn't understand the importance of family.
1: Like, this, that's family. this is not about family. This is not about family.
0: Well, that's, like, uh, manipulative
1: because he's
0: estranged from his father and she's like, you know, you'll, you will you just don't know because you don't have a family. It's like, what the fuck is that? I'm sad now.
1: I'm sad because things like this exist. <laughs> I don't know what to do about this situation. I can't help you, OP. Just get out. Just run. You have to leave. These people are very, very odd. And they're probably going to bake you into a pie or something. I don't know. Just <laughs> go. Ugh. <sighs> Maybe maybe 2020 is just, this is how we all die, and this is why we deserve it.
0: I Okay, so he doesn't have any comments. So he just has this post and then bounced. I'd bounce.
1: <laughs> I would leave straight after as well because I'd be so embarrassed.
0: Like, what do they do with the quilt? Is it hang on the wall? Do they
1: sleep with it? Uh, yeah, do they display it? Oh, God. Did they? Did they bring it out at like anniversaries and stuff? Like, what? What is the deal with this quilt? Do Do they feel an immense sense of pride sewing fucking squares? I don't. This is some uncanny valley bullshit. I don't know how to help you, man. <laughs> I like how
0: he's still like. I I just I love her. It's it, yeah. It does remind me of the other horrible one from back when.
1: This is a scene in a in a movie, right? Where the main character starts to realize that the family's a bit weird. Right before everybody gets horrifically murdered. Like, you can you can see I can and like director vision, I can see this sweet lady sitting on a couch, sewing squares into this fucking mile-long goddamn blanket. With like humming a song while like the father's in the kitchen sharpening a friggin' machete. Like <laughs> oh, leave, leave and never go back. Unless, you know, the sex must be great if <laughs> if you're going to stay for that because no, uh, no. <laughs> you're going to end up with your head mounted on a wall somewhere. This is just no.
0: And even just faking it is not really an option. That would be so embarrassing. <sighs> be so like, like your new
1: bride's family just heard you what they think is having sex, like, no. But would he be expected to participate the next time someone in the family gets married? (gasps) Stand outside the door and (laughs) clap. See, this is like a slippery slope of just awful, awful, awful. The the further this goes.
0: And not to mention if they have kids.
1: Oh, God, alive. Yeah, this this feels very culty. This is incredibly culty. I'm very concerned. We should make a questionnaire, right? We should make a list of questions to ask your future in-laws. Okay. Starting with, are you in any way going to try and force yourselves to participate in us having sex on the wedding night? Y slash N. Or ever. Ever. Or ever.
0: (laughs) Are you going to insert yourself into our sex life?
1: Are you ever going to try and force us to name our baby something that we don't like? Y slash (laughs) N. Do you hate people of color? (laughs) y slash n you should just give that and they go through it and then you discuss your answers and then you decide
0: yeah they should (sighs) be like given that questionnaire when you do the whole premarital
1: counseling
0: thing (laughs) like
1: should be like the second time you meet the parents like that should be it you just you put this on the table and you say okay let's go here's a pencil
0: please completely bubble in your
1: answers yeah it's gotta be read by a machine
0: yeah I (laughs) don't know what to tell you man
1: I'm so sorry dude
0: like, yeah, if I were her, if I were the girlfriend in this situation, and by the way, they are 23. They
1: are too young to be getting married. Mm,
0: mm-hmm. um, sorry if that was controversial,
1: but... No, 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 no. <laughs> I 23 is very young. And, you know, think back honestly to when you were 23. What kinds of smart decisions were you making?
0: <laughs> uh, not very many. Mm-hmm. If I were her, I would be like, no, we are not doing that. And I would put my foot down with my family. But if she is
1: on board... That's the worst bit about this, I think, is she's on board. She wants to do this and she's upset that he won't. She doesn't understand how utterly gross this is.
0: Yeah, she's been indoctrinated.
1: I'm sorry, dude.
0: And I'm wondering if if he'll update. I hope Hoping so. I there's an
1: update. I hope so. I hope he updates and he's like, we didn't get married, I ran. I went and lived to live on a remote island where I never have to deal with people again.
0: <laughs> the One of the top comments is, tell them you'll do it in favor in return for a dowry of 100 head of cattle, a white stallion, <laughs> and a tract of arable land.
1: Yes. Maybe, oh no, here's a good thought. She should marry the royal lineage guy. Yeah. All down for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. He'll be all down for that. And then this guy and OP and the other post they should get married. Let's just swap the partners. And then none of these things are a problem.
0: Man, we're playing matchmaker today.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I
0: I can't see an amicable solution to this unless the girlfriend comes around to not doing that.
1: I wonder what other like weird misogynist bullshit goes on in that family. Yeah, because that's rooted in the
0: misogyny of like... Virginity taking. Yeah, it needs to be a virgin and all that, so...
1: Which we have previously discussed. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, episode eight, by the way. There we is, go. Is the one about the checking hymen on wedding night. What?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Okay. So I really want to do this last one.
1: Okay. Let's go. Speed run.
0: Yes. Am I the asshole for throwing my girlfriend's umbilical cord away? <laughs> His throwaway username is Smelly Ugly Pouch. <laughs> All right. Girlfriend's twenty-one. He's thirty-four. <laughs> Which I believe fits our calculation because half of okay, thirty-four is Seventeen. Seventeen plus, plus seven. six. Plus seven. Twenty four. There you go. So um, it does not meet our our uh, requirements. Anyway, okay. The post itself isn't very long, but the updates are wild. Hi. My girlfriend, of two years, is Native American, and she had this small, beaten-up leather pouch. It was about the size of a golf ball, and it was beaded, but there were beads missing and thread exposed, and the leather was stained and greasy with something. It was supposed to look like a turtle or a lizard or something, but it was so beaten up that it was hard to tell. The thing absolutely stunk. We had it in a box of keepsakes, along with our photos and other things and it made the box have a musty smell. Imagine my horror when I asked her what the thing was, and she told me it was her umbilical cord? It (sighs) grossed me out, and I thought she was joking, so I laughed. She looked upset, so I asked if she was serious. She was. I asked her why she had it, and she told me it was her people's cultural practice to stop you from searching for things or something, among other things. That's what he said. I thought the sentiment was nice, but it stunk and was hideous. I understand that some people keep teeth and that sort of thing, but teeth don't stink, and teeth aren't kept in a strange little pouch. The whole thing skeezed me out, so I put it back and left it alone. But two weeks ago, when she was sleeping, I was going through our things and wanted to scan an old photo. I opened our keepsake box, and the wave of musty air hit me. I couldn't take it anymore, so I hid the thing in a box in the basement. We went through our photos and things together, It was a lovely night, we did it over wine, and she didn't even acknowledge that it was missing. I even asked her if she noticed anything gone from our stuff. She said she didn't and laughed. So yesterday, I decided to get rid of it and put it in the trash. (sighs) It went, and I could breathe a sigh of relief knowing my girlfriend's actual entire mummified umbilical cord was where it should have been to begin with. But today her (sighs) mom called and told her that she was willing to remake the pouch for her if she sent it. Oops. She proceeded to tear apart our room looking for it, sobbing hysterically and not listening to any kind of reason. I'll admit, I felt bad. Maybe I should have just left it alone, but why even keep such a thing? I came clean and told her that I threw it away because I thought she wouldn't notice. She started screaming at me and said it wasn't my right to throw her things away. I reminded her of when she threw my favorite shirt away just because it had a hole and a oh grease my stain. Oh god, dude. She told me it wasn't the same thing, but isn't it? They were both items kept purely out of sentimentality. At least my shirt wasn't making our photos smell musty. She was suddenly calm, and I thought she was willing to talk about it, but she started packing her stuff. I begged her to stay, but she took her car and stuff and left. I don't know where she went or if she'll be back, but I'm so devastated. It was such a small and dumb thing to split us up over, but I do regret
1: it. Am I the asshole? Hey guys, don't throw out your partner's sentimental possessions! How many times do we have to tell you this?! Like, it is not okay to throw stuff out, even if it is absolutely gross and nasty, which that was absolutely gross and nasty, probably should have been frozen or refrigerated at least. I understand it's a cultural thing and I'm not going to like shift on anybody's cultural stuff, especially, did it say she was brought up on a reservation?
0: Uh, no, but like, usually they're actually dried and made into toys. Um, Like, it's put into a rattle and
1: and rattles around.
0: But I have not heard this variation
1: um, on that cultural practice. I just, it does seem like a very unsanitary way to keep it. Anyway, that uh, sanitary conditions of the mummified umbilical cord aside, that doesn't belong to you, dude. Honestly.
0: You can can buy a new shirt. You can't
1: get a new umbilical cord. I realized that a lot of my old band t-shirts were getting kind of gross, right? You know when you wear something for a long time and it gets kind of sweaty under the arms and every time you put it on it smells like... Old deodorant (laughs) and BO. So I got all my old band t-shirts, which were all very sentimental to me. And I like vacuum sealed them and they're in the garage. I didn't have to throw them out. I can keep them. And in a few years when I'm like, oh, I really love this shirt. And this is a really good memory. Maybe I can make them into something cool. But if my husband went and threw out all my band t-shirts, I'd be freaking furious.
0: And to me, the thing that's very revealing is when he says, and teeth aren't kept in a strange little pouch. Mm. Like, this is weird to me, and therefore, it is bad and wrong.
1: Yeah, there's a lot wrong with this.
0: Yeah, so there's four updates.
1: Oh, God.
0: I'm sorry, I (laughs) said, you said you didn't want to deal with racism today. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So, the first update, he says, stop bringing our ages into this, okay?
1: (sighs) But that is part of the problem, is he sees himself as more mature than her and she's keeping this out of weird sentimentality, not because it means anything to her, really. He, he doesn't understand the importance, especially when you're young. These things mean a lot more to you. Like, I remember when my, when my parents got divorced, I was 21. I was really upset that the ho- we weren't going to be able to stay in the house. That house meant a lot to me. Now I actually think about it, I'm like, it's house. There there are many houses. It it doesn't really matter. But at the time that was like soul
0: wrenching. Yeah.
1: I used to when I was around that age have like
0: nightmares that my parents were selling their house. <laughs> <laughs> He also says, I didn't want to put it in a different container because at the end of the day, we still would have had a body part that should have been tossed to begin with. Just because something is cultural doesn't mean that justifies it. Would it be okay if I kept all my fecal
1: matter in a little
0: bag because I thought it was special?
1: No, because that's not a cultural practice. That's what weird people do. He
0: literally is is comparing an umbilical
1: cord cultural practice to poop umbilical cords are much more useful than poop i well poop can be fertilizer yeah. well that's true <laughs> i guess it also does feed us in a different way
0: yeah so oh e- uh, edit too. all these comments are making me feel like complete shit the last time we fought she came back in an hour she isn't back yet and it's starting to take a toll she's the one that makes dinner cleans and comforts me <gasps> she's always there for me The notion that I might spend tonight alone is destroying me. She's always been perfect to me, and I do things like this that upset her. Maybe I am the
1: asshole. Okay, so let's play asshole bingo. Misogyny. Yay! Racism. Yay! Complete disregard for somebody else's personal belongings. Yay! We have a winner! Age gap. Age gap. Yay! Uh, She does all the chores. Unequal division of household labor. yeah. (laughs)
0: he hits all the bingo cards do i win a prize (laughs) what do i win (laughs) well you know what they say is play stupid games win stupid prizes (laughs) so the comment that did it is he says okay so the person says like she's not coming back dude and he says lol she doesn't have a job and her relatives are two states away I supported us both. I know she'll be back. She has to. She doesn't have to. My arms are in the air.
1: I like just also financially manipulative. I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> it is a face of just utter contempt for this I, I was going to say human being, but I think that's generous too, too generous.
0: So the person this person responded to this and said, "Wow," Sending this, hoping it gets through to you. Your comments are really similar to things that my abusive ex used to say. He battered down my self-esteem and self-worth, and it took a ton of therapy for me to reinflate myself. Please don't do that to another person. Let her go, and do some self-work to figure out why you seem to be so controlling and demeaning to your partner. And then he said, Holy shit, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. I really am the asshole, aren't I?
1: Yes. Yes. D- yeah, there was never in doubt, mate.
0: I'm actually surprised that this person- realized
1: that. Yeah, I'm surprised. I I wonder if he's just saying it to stop people getting on his back. But that, it it highlights how dangerous a particular worldview is, right? If you never get influenced from an outside source about your behavior and the way that you act, how are you ever going to be able to understand your actions and the way that you treat other people?
0: Yeah, at least he's Hopefully, listening to that outside source and not getting
1: defensive. Yeah, uh, yeah, I hope that he actually pushes forward and makes this a uh, a factor for change. So
0: he said he was going to call his mom at the end of that update. <laughs> he says she does everything for him. So, uh, update three. I couldn't get a hold of her mom, but I've been on the phone with the sanitation department for our city, and they put me on hold for 45 minutes looking through the trash from our neighborhood. I barely caught them, and it took a lot of pleading and convincing, but they were kind. They managed to find the pouch, and I'll have to pay a huge recovery fee, but that's all worth it. They agreed to let me pick it up tomorrow. If I can get a hold of my girlfriend, hopefully she'll come back to me and things can be all right. I'll never touch her stuff again if it means she'll stay with me. I'll update this when I can get a hold of her.
1: Well, at least he got it back. He didn't just yeah. burn it.
0: So he like took an action to right his wrong. Yeah. They've been dating for 2 years and he seems extremely codependent.
1: Yeah, I wonder how quickly she moved in.
0: Yeah, and they keep all their stuff together in like a keepsake box, which is kind of weird for That's
1: very strange. Me and Miles don't have a keepsake box. We just we have stuff and we're like, "Oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> basically it."
0: Yeah, I It's very weird for someone who's been dating for two years to just have all those pictures together. Yeah, that's very weird. Um, okay, he has one last update. All right. This will be the last update. I'm so devastated. I got the pouch back from Sanitation Center today, as soon as they called me at 8am this morning. It was a little smashed up, but it's okay. If our city wasn't as small as it is, I might not have been able to get it back. I paid them and left. I left a voicemail for my girlfriend telling her I got it back, and she finally called me back. She told me she was coming back, and I felt butterflies again like when I first met her. I was waiting for her to show up, and I wanted to fully check the condition of the pouch. So I opened it and discovered what was causing it to smell. There was a cigarette butt in it uh, beside her umbilical cord that looked like it might have been wet at some point. It made Mm. the pouch smell like ash, along with the leather stinking from whatever greasy substance was on it. The pouch was okay, so I waited for my girlfriend to come home. Well, she came this evening and asked for it immediately. I asked if she wanted to have dinner with me, and she said no. I was hurt. She said she was coming back? She told me no, she just wants her pouch. I didn't want to be an asshole again, so I just gave it to her. Very good. I told her I loved her and she slammed my own door in my face. I began to mourn our relationship, but she came back in and grabbed me by the shirt and asked why I opened it. I told her I wanted to see if it was okay. She said I didn't need to open it and asked if I took the cigarette out. I told her I just touched it to look at it and she began to cry. She told me she was keeping that since her father committed suicide because it was the last thing he touched. She grabbed me again and I thought she was going to hit me, but she just went into our room presumably to see if she got all her stuff. Then she told me not to contact her again, or she'd send her brothers to me. I won't be an asshole and get the police involved, but that was definitely a threat. (laughs) Seems like he's reflecting on his actions at all. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: in the bare minimum sense of (sighs) reflecting on his actions. I'm so heartbroken. I've lost my whole life. For two whole years, she was everything to me. Two years? come Come on, man. Buck up. And he's 34. So yeah, calm yourself. I helped her get off her reservation. I paid for her GED. I did so much for her, but none of it matters now. I put so much time into our relationship and into her. I was in it for the long haul. I know I messed up. I know I'm an asshole. I know I'll be alone forever. Thank you all for making me see that. That sounds very emotionally manipulative. Like it's it's like when someone's like, hey, could you, you know, put my socks away in this drawer? And they're like, Fine, I'll never do the laundry ever again. Like, come on now. Like people telling him he was an asshole, and he's like, "I'll be alone forever then, because I don't deserve anybody."
1: with that attitude, you will. Jesus.
0: I went into our room, and she threw what looks like porcupine quills or something everywhere. She stabbed them into the side of my bed, put them in my <laughs> shoes, and in my dresser drawers. It seems spiteful to leave something so difficult to pick out of carpeting and bedding. <laughs> They're all I have of her now. I'm going to keep them. I hope she's better off without me lesson learned, I guess.
1: Oh god, I hope she cursed him.
0: Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> I I tried to ask Twitter what was up with that and no one
1: no one nobody knew. knew. So, oh, that's a very good revenge. I I'm I don't like that sentence where he says I helped her get off her reservation. Yeah. As if he saved her from yes. something. Like a some kind of white savior? Mm, <laughs> a little bit, little bit. With all these insufferable people today. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I can't even bury my feelings in carbs because I'm on a diet now. So <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just drink this water. <laughs> hey, wine is fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and sugar. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have. Oh, no, we do have wine. We've got fizzy wine. Oh, So I feel like this one contrasts nicely with the
0: the apology from last week with the guy who who treated his his son and daughter differently. Yeah. Because he I mean, first of all, it was obviously not, it was an off the cuff in the moment thing last week. And this, he yeah. like planned it. He hid it for a week and then threw it away.
1: And then asked her, do you notice anything missing? Like as if as if to test she won't know if it's gone.
0: Just being deceptive in that way at all is a don't be deceptive.
1: Fake apology, yay!
0: And I, I know, it sounds like this from this, like he feels like shit, which he should. She's my whole world. So, I'm hoping that he doesn't turn around and be like, I was unjustly treated or blah blah, like, turn it around I hope not. later as like a cognitive dissonance defense mechanism or something.
1: I really hope not. Ugh. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah (laughs) let's see I was
0: gonna say I had a nice one but I don't have any right now I should have a nice one next
1: week please let's have nice ones next week I'm so tired (laughs) I can only be so mad for so long
0: Uh, there was a cute one where um, the boyfriend uh, his girlfriend got into medical school and he was like I want to get her an engraved um, stethoscope what should I get it engraved with?
1: Oh, so that was sweet. That's nice. They do exist.
0: I highly recommend the subreddit
1: eye bleach. Oh, I do love eye bleach. <laughs> I also love uh, oh, uh. which is normally just puppies doing adorable things. That makes me very happy. So
0: that's that's a good place to go right now.
1: For yeah. Yeah, I'm tired. I have to take a nap now.
0: <laughs> I'd also like to shout out a very adorable subreddit called Trucker Cats which is uh, truckers who keep cats with them mm-hmm. um, in their cab and ride around with them, and they're very sweet. And there's a lot of, like, uh, like recurring ones. Like, there's one named Pumpkin, hmm. Beavis. They all just <laughs> show up randomly and be like, oh, Pumpkin's doing well.
1: There's, like, a, a, two
0: orange cats. They're named Pumpkin and Cinnamon.
1: Aw, it's good names for orange cats. What are you doing this week watching? I am uh nearly finished with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um I am about to start Dishonored two. I'm trying to like catch up on all these triple A games that I didn't didn't manage to play or were too expensive at the time. Uh just downloaded the second hitman uh, as well. Uh we're waiting for the uh the Sean Bean um event to come back online. Um but it has a cool event where uh called The Undying, where Sean Bean did motion capture and voice lines for it and you can kill Sean Bean in a variety of different <laughs> variety of different and entertaining ways. There is a great video on YouTube of Sean Bean watching the footage. He didn't really understand anything about the game when he recorded the voice lines and did the mocap. So he's like watching this guy run around in like a penguin costume or whatever and like garrot him. He's like, Am I getting killed by a bird? <laughs> That's never happened before. Um Attack so- crows. There you go. All great. Um, if you have not seen that video, I highly recommend it. Uh, type in Sean Bean Hitman 2 and watch Sean Bean watch himself be murdered in a video game several times. What are you up to?
0: I'm replaying I'm replaying Bioshock 1, which I'm almost done. I've, if you haven't played Bioshock and you haven't had the ending ruin for you, you should definitely just stop what you're doing and play it.
1: I am doing that right now. <laughs>
0: Um, And then I'm going to play Infinite and then Burial at Sea, because I've never played the expansion Burial at Sea for Bioshock Infinite.
1: Infinite was cool.
0: Yeah, I've played Infinite, but I haven't played the Burial at Sea. So I'm going to do that. Cool. And try to keep doing good things.
1: Yeah, hey guys, donate money to uh, useful charities and organizations which might help fight against injustice wherever you live or are uh yeah i um, that's a nice thing to do
0: i put that in the description last week and i'll probably do it again this week maybe a different link so check that out
1: good give charities your money losers um yeah where can we find you on twitter morgan
0: i am at morgan underscore slay and you can find our podcast at are the letter you the word serious pod on twitter you can also email us i said on twitter again twice didn't i you did um, great uh, you can also email us at r the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com
1: uh, you can find me at esme underscore c underscore knows as in knows lots of things on twitter uh, and on facebook you can find the podcast r the letter you the letter serious podcast um, yeah do that <laughs> <laughs> okay, now okay. <laughs> okay now bye okay now bye